Welcome to the How of Car Washing, the podcast that helps the car wash owner, operator, and manager address the challenges and opportunities associated with building and running automated car washes in today's fast-paced environment. And now, here are your hosts, David Begin and Henry Lopez. Hello, Car Wash Nation. This is David Begin. How are you doing today? I'm recording this on March 13th on a Friday, Friday the 13th. So, um, you know, we're going to talk about uh, kind of what we need to do now. We're, we're kind of in a new situation with the coronavirus. So I wanted to spend all the time talking about how you as a manager or an owner in your car wash can kind of help deal with that situation. And uh, how do you stay in control? What are some things you can do to kind of control what's what's happening and what's taking place. You know, um, the, the problem is when we talk about crisis, it really conjures up a lot of images of really bad things like floods, storms, wildfire. Uh, we think about terrorism attacks. We think about the financial systems crashing or banks crashing. Um, but, you know, there, there's a lot of things that can create crises. Um, you know, obviously the coronavirus, I think today, uh, the federal government declared a, a national emergency, which really kind of frees up a lot of resources to be able to, to deal with what's going on. Um, let's talk about the things that we can control in these situations and what we need to do to kind of get us and our team through these, these uh, you know, this, this coronavirus event that we're in. Um, you know, the first thing, obviously, is we need to we need to stay calm, right? So uh, there's nothing that's really affecting us directly most times. Um, you know, we, 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 we just need to, to, uh, to, to, to stay calm. And, and so we're going to look at kind of crisis management in two stages. Uh, we're going to talk about what should we do before it erupts and what should we do while it's happening. So the most important thing that we ought to do, and most of us as car wash owners and managers think about, you know, how do we prepare for things and, um, you know, the, the more we can prepare for a crisis, the more effective we can be when it does happen. And so, um, you know, um, you know, talking about things beforehand uh, when it comes to car wash safety, when it comes to, uh, to other policy and procedures we have in our company, you know, it really prepares us, gives us thinking about it beforehand. So when it does happen, uh, you know, we're kind of acting on our training. Uh, let's talk about some of the six steps that we need to do um, if you've got a sudden or, or crisis in the organization. You know, so the first thing is making sure you've got the right people and the right systems in place. So, you know, if, if your organization runs like clockwork, um, you're going to be less vulnerable to a crisis. Uh, a good, organized, efficient, and coordinated team uh, that's disciplined will function effectively in any difficult circumstance. So, you know, making sure you got a good team and a team that works together and a team that trains and a team that talks about situations. That's one of the most important things I think you can do is just, you know, making sure that you've got got good, um, a good, good team in place. You know, when you're when you're training your people, when you're supporting your people, when they're motivated and they want to work together as a team, there's a lot of things you can you can deal with um, as opposed to if you have people that are all working independently. So that's that's number one, get the right people and systems in place. The second thing is just making sure that you uh, you can embrace uncertainty. Um, you know, uncertainty is is a fact of life. It happens all the time in lots of different ways. We're just in kind of a period right now where we're seeing a lot of uncertainty. Um, unstable environments, uh, there, there's an acronym uh, for it called BUCA, 
It stands for all the conditions that are either volatile, uncertain, complex, or ambiguous. And if you look at the situation we're in right now, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of ambiguity. The situation is not that volatile right now, and it's not terribly complex, but we are living in, you know, in an in a environment right now where there's a lot of uncertainty and ambiguity. Things are changing every day. I mean, if I look at where we were Monday um, versus where we are today on Friday, lots of things have changed. I mean, the, the, the International Cars Association show was canceled on Tuesday, um, you know, and, and that seemed like it was a lifetime ago here on Friday. Um, so, you know, when these situations come about, you see changes happening and it happens pretty, pretty quickly. You know, so a lot of people handle it different ways. So there are people that are just tempted uh, when, when they're in a situation like that, they will go one of two directions. They will simply ignore it um, and act like it's no big deal. And then there's people that will tend to overreact to it. And we're seeing some examples of that uh, when we went to Walmart or Costco. There's lots of interesting things that are disappearing off the shelves where it doesn't really make sense. But, you know, people are, are finding that they don't feel like they have control over what's going on. So what they're doing is they're they're saying, well, I've got to get some control over my life. So they're starting to hoard certain certain things, um, you know, at the grocery store, like paper towels and toilet paper and hand sanitizer. So, you know, this, these are these are traditional responses that 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 people are going to. And obviously, I, I kind of advocate a middle of the road concept here when it when it comes to, to how, how do you deal with a crisis? Um, so you've got to be able to, uh, you know, if you've got these situations that are volatile, volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous, you got to be able to, you know, you got to be able to deal with it with with those situations. So how can you turn those forward negatives into um, a positive response to the situation? So a couple things you can do. So if we look at uh, instead of being volatile, let's look at your values. And, you know, your organization has a set of values. So what are we here to do? We're here to serve our customers. We're here to make sure we produce clean, shiny, dry car. We're here to create a great experience for our cust our customers. So, you know, go back to your values and, and look at those and say, well, what, what are we doing? What are we here for? And how can we best serve our customers and, and the general public? Uh, when it comes to uncer uncertainty, uh, we might replace that with understanding. So understanding the current situation that we're in. Uh, is, is going to be important. So uh, a good understanding of where we're at. I've been reading a lot of articles and white papers about where we're at this week, and it's given me a lot of clarity as far as where we're at and what we kind of need to do as individuals and what we need to do as a country. Um, instead of uh, looking at complexity, we might look at clarity. So, you know, making sure we're very clear in our communication with our colleagues. That's, that's going to be important that we increase our level of communication with our team members at this point and explain what's going on, explain what we're doing as a company and, and then also talk to them as individuals. We're going to talk about that a little later on. And instead of having ambiguity, we'll talk about how to be uh, agile. So developing agility in the way we re react and adapt to current situations. So, you know, using that acronym, I think it's good to be able to take a look at where we're at versus where we think we need to be. Uh, so when you're planning for a crisis, whether it's, you know, where we're at with the coronavirus or whether, you know, it could be a situation where you you've got a, a problem at the car wash, you have a disaster at the car wash. 
Um, you know, making sure you identify what's called a crisis team. So who are the people that are going to get called and how is that communication process going to take place? Looking at uh, key risks. So what are some of the key risks that we run into? I know some of our friends in the southeast, um, especially Florida, had to deal with some major hurricanes over the last year or two. You know, they've got to think about these things because, you know, you might look at weather related catastrophes. If you're in a flood zone, you might be looking at flooding. You could be looking at hurricanes. Our friends in Nashville, I don't think there was any car washes affected, but there was a major uh, tornado that ran through Nashville two, three weeks ago. Um, you know, that's that's a good example of, of a major catastrophe. How would you handle that as a, as a car wash team? And then you want to develop how, how you're going to respond to each one of those types of crises. So think about whatever crisis. It could be somebody robbing the car wash. Uh, you know, you want to develop a, a crisis response for that. And then the fourth thing is how do you plan for a full recovery? So how do you make sure you bring your critical operations back online after an emergency? How do you get back to business as usual as, as quickly as possible? So you want to establish a crisis team, identify the key risk, develop your crisis plan, and plan for a full recovery. This is David Begin. Before we continue with this episode, I have a few questions for you. Are you planning on opening a car wash and getting overwhelmed? Are you a bit confused and searching for unbiased advice? Are you an existing car wash operator searching for ways to improve your employee turnover or trying to solve other operational challenges? I have faced and overcame some of the same obstacles over the past 15 years to help develop a very successful car wash business. I can provide you with the guidance you need to help you navigate and solve the challenges we all face in this business. If you want to learn more about my one-on-one -on -one car wash coaching program, then I invite you to schedule a free coaching call with me. Please text the word FOAM to 31996 and I'll reply with a link to schedule your free call. Let's chat about one of the challenges you're facing and let me help you gain some clarity. Again, please text the word FOAM F-O-A-M to 31996. The fourth one is how do you plan for effective communication? So we don't think about communicating. We're in the, we're in the midst of a crisis or disaster. Um, but it's a very important part of crisis planning. Sometimes a lack of communication uh, will increase or worsen the situation if you allow rumors or speculation to fill the void if you're not communicating. And we've all experienced that. We've probably talked about coronavirus more times than we wanted to over the last week, but we're trying to fill in the blanks with what we know and what we don't know. And, and you know, making sure as an organization you're communicating effectively, you've got clear, effective, concise, and swift communication. All those components are very important to make sure that you keep your team members informed, you keep them calm, you reassure them, and, uh, you know, you're assuring your team members, your customers, and other stakeholders in the organization. So you want to think about, you know, what are the key messages that you want to be able to communicate uh, to your team members and your customers? Um, you know, make it as effective as possible. You might even have a Q&A session with them. If you're not using any common communication tool within your organization, I really want to encourage you to think about doing that. We used slack in our car wash and it made it very easy for us to communicate to everybody very quickly because we posted it once and then everybody had access to that information 
and we, it always kind of kept a record. So I wouldn't have to worry about texting three or four site managers. You could just post it on Slack one time and everybody got the information quickly and everybody got the information consistently. So making sure you're very clear, coherent, be very sensitive in your communication, I think is important as well. Um, you know, if you're actually having to deliver bad news, uh, just, you know, be, be very sensitive to how you do that. Uh, you know, it makes it easier for people to receive it and it takes a lot of stress out of the situation. And the fifth thing I think that's important both as a manager and as an owner and as a car wash worker is there is a low level of stress that we're all going through. So when you're in periods of uncertainty, we're all wondering, we're wondering what's happening. We're all wondering what's going to happen tomorrow. We're all looking back at what happened. And so we create kind of a low level of stress for ourselves because our, our basic security, uh, as, we, as our brains think about this, our basic security is being threatened. And so in a, when, we're, when we feel insecure, um, you know, there, there's stress, there's, there's physical manifestations to it, there's psychological manifestations to it. I mean, I think these runs that we're seeing at the grocery store and Walmart and Costco are examples of people who are feeling insecure, they've got psychological stress, and through the fear of what might happen, you know, they're reacting and they're buying things right now that, that look a little crazy. But, um, you know, that's I, I think that's that's a reaction of this low level stress. So you you got to be able to take care of yourself. So you're not inducing fear and panic. Um, you know, you're going to be we're going to be dealing with this for a while. I think it's probably going to get a little worse before it gets better. I think that's what all the experts are saying. So, um, you know, it's going to get a little worse before we get better. I, I really like what we've seen uh, this week with a lot of organizations. A lot of sporting events have been canceled. Um, the ICA show was canceled, for example. So even the event industry is responding by making sure we don't get large groups of people together. Um, so, you know, but you got to take care of yourself. So make sure you don't you don't overstress yourself. You got to be there for your employees. So make sure you're taking care of yourself, making sure you're hydrating properly, making sure you're eating correctly, making sure you're getting enough sleep. Uh, don't try to do too much. Uh, right now. So if you've got all, you know, if you're thinking this might be a great opportunity to do a complete remodel on your car wash, unless you've just scheduled it, you know, you might take it easy because you don't want to induce any more stress on the system than what we're seeing. And I really think you need to sit down with your employees. So sit down with them one-on-ones. If, if you do one-on-ones once a week, but sit down with them, ask them how they're doing. So how are you doing with this? Any issues you're seeing in your family or you guys dealing with this okay? Just kind of have that conversation with them. Let them know you're available, I think would be important. And I would just be checking in with people quite often uh, on your team to make sure that they're doing okay, uh, that they're not experiencing or manifesting any of this physical or psychological stress uh, in, the, in this time of insecurity. The other thing I would say is, is get with your team and talk about um, your responses to your customers. Uh, you know, your customers are dealing with the same thing and, and they're feeling insecurity. And you might see reactions that are a little bit uh, over the top. So just be prepared for that and kind of extend a little bit of grace to those customers. I think if you do that, that's going to make a big difference. And 
you know, it's it's uh, just 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 be aware that it's not business as usual for people and people are going to uh, be a little different. They're going to be a little on edge. Uh, they're going to react to things a little differently. Uh, our friends at the Southwest Car Wash Association, Chuck Space, sent out an, uh, a letter today um, about all the different aspects of what we can do. Uh, Whitewater Express Wash, our friends down in Houston, Clayton, um, sent, a, sent a quick email, sent a, shared an email with Chuck that he shared with his, his employees on maybe some things we can do at the car wash. Um, you know, they're, they're looking at some things that they're doing hourly. So I'm going to share that with you just to make sure, you know, from a car wash perspective, are we doing what we need to make sure our, our facilities are safe and clean? Um, you know, they're going through and disinfecting all the vacuum stall housings, handles, and air hoses every hour. They're, they're wiping down and disinfecting their pay stations and point of sale terminals. They're wiping down the countertops. They're wiping down door handles in the office and the restrooms. And then they've got customer towels, so they're they're um, they're washing all the customers' towels pretty frequently um, in hot water and bleach. Uh, so that's that's the four things that they're doing. You might think about what you want to do um, in your car wash. Well, you know, what do you want to do to kind of protect your your customers and protect your employees? Making sure that you know a lot of the safety procedures that we've talked about over the many many years on this podcast. You know review those safety procedures for cleaning the bathroom, for disinfecting, for making sure they're wearing gloves, making sure they're wearing masks when they need to when they're cleaning. Um, you know, the, the immediate threat of this thing is very, very low. And it's really not the threat of getting sick. It's all the, the unintended consequences and the ancillary things that are happening here um, as a result of that. So just, you know, show some love to your employees, show some love to your customers. You know, we're going to get through this. Um, we're going to come out better on the other side, I think, as individuals, as organizations, and as a country. We're, we're going to get better, and we're going to be better prepared next time something like this happens. So just think about that. Um, you know, I'm sure information will come out as we, we, we go along. But, uh, you know, just the other thing I would recommend is maybe stay away from social media to some extent. There's so much information out there, um, and, you know, and that can, that can grate on you a little bit if you're constantly looking at um, social media and finding out what's going on. You might take a break from that just so you can get some psychological rest and uh, and you can deal with your people. So if you find yourself becoming anxious, if you find your employees becoming anxious, you might just ask, you know, ask, encourage them to kind of step away from, you know, their typical social media sites and just take a little bit of a rest. So thanks a lot for listening. We appreciate uh, this, you listening to this particular episode of the How of Car Washing. That you can certainly get us on thehowofcarwashing.com if that's where you like to listen to us. Or you can listen to us where you typically get your podcast. We appreciate your comments. Let us know what you think. And uh, this is David Begin, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time on The How of Car Washing. Thank you for listening to The How of Car Washing. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofcarwashing.com and leave us a comment if you have a topic you would like discussed. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to having you next time on The How of Car Washing.